everybody. This is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode 141. Or if you're a fan of anagrams, this is Douche Valhum, episode 411. Where you get your info. <laughs> or 4111. That's good. <laughs> or uh, 114. Douche Valhum. Do you know that's an anagram for how much we love? You do now. There's a lot. We realized right before we started that we should probably check the name of our podcast as an anagram. Yeah. It's good. Welcome to O-A-Val. Volume How Chowed. Mulched we, O-Val. Mulched, whoa. O-Val. <laughs> Enjoyable. There's a lot of letters in how anagrams are fun, and and we want to thank all of you. You had fun with your own names and anagrams, and commented on Twitter and Facebook, all all of them. Yes. So we want to go through a couple of yours, some of our favorites. um, My my good friend Morgan, Morgan Duke Vaughn is her name, and she her anagram that she chose to post was manage vodka hug urn. How about um, our friend Diane from Tasty Julie? Her name, she has a bunch. She had Coffee Kidnap Hell Time, oh, Naked that's... Office Pill. <laughs> I could use a case of those. Right? Ugh, not at um, my job. I love uh, Emily Rome of Rome Custom Bridal Designs on Etsy. <laughs> um, she, uh, her, she did her full name, Emily Ann Rome, which is Horny Mailman. Oh, that's a good one. That's um, a good one. <laughs> Zachary, our teen correspondent, video Love correspondent, it. scaly ear whiz. Oh, geez. Um, and then and- lots, uh, Spencer hit one of uh, his best ones was acne repels Kirk or sneaker prickle <laughs> or slacker pee rink. Yeah. I like the, um, my best friend, one of one of our fellow wedding attendants, Bill Ingraham, mm-hmm. Graham Bellini. Which oh. is like really just switching like two words, <laughs> two, two little letters. His name is Graham Bellini, and then he wrote or grab nail him. Woot woot. <laughs> the woot woot is just him being excited about someone saying nail him. Nice. Uh, Alan on Twitter posted that his two favorites are Gay Lantern, nice, and G Anal Entry. Oh, all there right. you have it. I, I get a bit of a theme there with those. <laughs> guess so and uh kelly also posted on twitter that her two best her best two word name anagram is nakedly loud <laughs> and jen hudson right. not yes. of weight watchers fame <laughs> <laughs> but another or listener. academy award winner <laughs> well sure but th- you haven't seen her winning academy award lately but you have seen her in those weight watchers commercials yeah hers unrefined johns now, I'm, actually, that is, in fact, also the anagram of the name of Jen Hudson, the Academy Award winner. Love it. And then Damn. Tara, her best one was Fatal Grief, Ooh. which was the lesser known sequel to Fatal Attraction. Yeah. yeah. Um, and our, our podcast brothers over at Game Night Guys, uh, their title gets you May Get Gushing. Wow, that is quite a podcast. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to hear episode one of that one. Um, 
<laughs> there are so many good ones. This isn't even necessarily like the best ones. It's just the ones we happen to be looking at. Oh, um, Debbie on Facebook said one of her two of her favorites are Bribe Butch's Dweeb. And I'm rearranging the words here for effect. Hebrew ebbed cubists. I love a Hebrew cubist. I know. That era of art was very important. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just like tons and tons of dreidels stacked on top of Very other. geometric shaped dreidels. <laughs> uh, Bonnie posts that her favorites were inane hobo dilly <laughs> and libido hen only and oh. a bodily linen hoe. She said the but there were lots of questionable choices featuring loin, oily, bald, and whole. So um, <laughs> thank you for sparing us those. <laughs> uh, our our friend Allison, who was in foiled again with me, she's it's great because uh her last name is Bazarko. So she's already got some really crazy letters to work with. So um uh, one of hers she wrote, I had no idea I was related to Han. And because one of hers was Bonsai Lark Solo. Nice. That also and could. The other one was Labia Lank Orzos. <laughs> oh, dear. Ugh, a pasta dish with Labia. I don't think so. No, no. Not on and, my watch. Uh, <laughs> our friend Mark, uh, also known as Moose, his, one of his favorite ones, Cream Dorm. <laughs> That's with his nickname. And with his nickname, he also has a comedian's drummer. Okay. And Crusader Mom, which was a movie coming out this summer. Yeah. Enviously <sighs> lame brained. That's another good one. That's from Danny. Enviously lame brained? Lame brained? Come on. She said, I'd be insulted if it weren't so funny and possibly true. <laughs> <laughs> Anagrams, they're fun. They're right? so fun. And you heard it, you heard about them here at uh, <laughs> Clued Home Wow Vow. Right here at Leech Wood Humvow. Yes, that. Echo Dowell Humvow also. <laughs> oh, I love it. Loud Chemo Huvow. Um, wove Ole Chemo. Duh. Time, time to leave anagrams. And time to oh, leave anagrams. That was our first topic. It was anagram follow-up. And next. Okay. Something we love that we've been wanting to talk about for a while is hummus. How much do we love hummus? It's I know everyone's like, oh, really? You're going to talk about that yeah, hummus? But you know what? But hummus, this is part of what this show is about. Like taking something that sometimes could feel every day, but every once in a while when you have it, don't you just think, God, it's oh, good. God, this yes. is good. So we want to renew your love affair with the hummus. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you like the super, super creamy kind or do you like it like, you know, sometimes it's kind of mealy, a little more texture? Which way do you like it? I prefer creamy. Me too. And I've been specifically, uh, what I've been enjoying lately is the Sabra or Sabra brand hummus. And I believe, I believe I have a strong opinion that they also manufacture for Trader Joe's because there are Trader Joe's versions that look exactly the same. Really? In, in oh. Chicagoland, anyway. Because one of the things, besides the delicious creamy texture, because they're super creamy. So creamy. But I like the dispenser. I like that it's a big, wide, shallow dish. 
Yes. Something about the dipping satisfaction with that is good. Mm-hmm. There's usually some sort of garnish in the middle that is, so like if you have a roasted red pepper hummus, there's like diced red pepper in the middle. Or if it's mm-hmm. um, um, spinach artichoke, there's like a concentration of the flavor that, it's like the good rule of culinary garnish. Like whatever is in the middle tells you what the flavor is. Do you know the one that I really like from the Sabra people? The Greek olive. It's so good. Now, I also like the Trader Joe's chunky olive hummus. That's my favorite Trader Joe's hummus. Oh, it's so good. Now, I will sometimes just have it as a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't, not as a dip. Mm-hmm. I will use it either as a condiment on a sandwich or if I just want a more vegetable-based sandwich. Hummus, mm-hmm. lettuce, tomato, onion maybe, or in a wrap. I love it on a wrap. And it's the perfect vehicle for, as you were saying, this is a really good definition of the touch of fancy, right? Because you can take some hummus and put it in your own bowl and smooth it out and put a little dip in the center and drizzle it with some olive oil and some pine nuts or some chopped peppers or anything, right? Touch of fancy, a little mm-hmm. drizzle of olive oil, like at the restaurant. Absolutely. Uh, anytime I'm doing it for... Anytime I'm having a party and you want to do your couple like barefoot contested touches, like you're going to do something that you worked on. Right. And then the rest of it, like, you know, you don't want to be in the kitchen the whole time. So like, like just store by some of these things. And for me though, it gets down to that touch of fancy. Like, yeah, I'm going to put the hummus out and I'm going to do my homemade pita chips maybe. Mm, which are just chips. like easy breezy, but when they're nice and warm. Oof. It's worth it to just have some... cut up some, you know, and yeah. throw it on a cookie sheet. But I, uh, I do, I get out a little Hungarian paprika, do a little sprinkle, sprinkle around the edge. Mm-hmm. That's what my edge like border is. And then in the middle goes the drizzle of the olive oil. Mm-hmm. Looks awesome. It tastes awesome. Now it's also very healthy for you. Now it's also super easy to make. Have you ever made it? I haven't. Because it is so easy to also easy to buy. (laughs) Although I I just, um, it might actually have been a Lucinda Scala Quinn mad hungry thing. I just saw something the other. No, it was a barefoot contestant thing uh, that was kind of a hummus with uh, that was made that then maybe had some tuna added that looked delicious to me, and it was served like crostini style. And I was like, that sounds awesome to me. Usually, I not into seafood of any kind but that i would never have pegged that as something you would eat no i'm kind of that was no that she did a tuna crostini thing on mad hungry when cute calder made the peanut butter ramen was it that one was the pantry recipes it was because she called it something different i didn't remember it being hummusy though did it have chickpeas in it Maybe I'm blending everything together. I got to tell you, anytime that Calder is on that show, <laughs> I will make whatever he makes. Because I'm like, he is just, cute. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> well, chickpeas is super easy. It's usually just, it's chickpeas, um, tahini. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the part that frightens me off a little bit, I think. Is really? having Because uh, that doesn't seem like something that I would want a bunch of unless you I was making it. just get a little it. thing of it. You does can it use tahini little- and lots of stuff. It's like a jar of peanut butter. I know, but that seems like too much because you mm. only use a couple tablespoons. Yeah, but you could put it in other things. You can make yummy sauces with it. And that's also very good for you. Yeah, I would like it if it came in a toothpaste uh, tube. Like, mm. Yeah, but it lasts forever. All right. I'm just saying. It's usually, so it's chickpeas, tahini, um, garlic, usually some lemon juice, and mm-hmm. uh, 
I maybe olive oil. Is there olive oil in it? I can't remember. I haven't made it in so long. But it's super easy. You just put it in the food processor and let it go. Now, I'm and probably, oh, so, I'm, ready, I'm ready to bring back sun dried tomatoes across the board, by the way. Really? I love mm. them. I I I, I've had them in the in the past couple of weeks in like two or three different things. I'm like, yes, 80s. Like, I, I had remember when they appeared and it was like, what? I had an omelet at our one of our favorite brunch places in Chicago over easy, and mm-hmm. I'm not doing meat right now. So I was like, oh, I can't get my sassy eggs that has chorizo in it. So I got this sunrise omelet that was pesto and sun-dried tomatoes. And I was like, if I ran this place, I'd call this like 80s omelet. Right? And wow. It was so good. I'm like, I forgot how good sun-dried tomatoes and pesto are. I have mixed feelings about the pesto. It's not my favorite. I don't dislike I, it. I just don't want it. But I want to you know? throw it in with my hummus that I'm making in the food that would processor. Be good. I just throw it all in there. So now the hummus that I had recently that was delicious was a brand I don't remember. It was from the health food store near me. And it was an artichoke hummus, but it was really artichokey. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, that was good. I was I would just make like a take half of a like a sandwich thin, put mm-hmm. a big blob of hummus on it, maybe a little bit of olive oil, and then some chopped tomato and onion, and have like an open faced sandwich for lunch because I'm also eating a lot less meat. It's a good filling, hearty, protein rich. I think that's one of the things I really love about hummus is that while it's healthy for you, something about it feels super uh decadent and comforting you know it does feel like com- I, I i've been and part of the like uh slimming down and trying and trying to eat better constantly thing is that i'll find days where that's a really good like afternoon or lunchtime thing for me to make like a tiny little side salad and then just do carrots or celery with some hummus mm-hmm. i feel completely full and satisfied whereas there have been other times when I've been trying to eat better where I, I'll, you know, whatever, I'll eat my big salad or I'll eat my steamed vegetables and I get done and I'm like, uh, yeah, there's, I don't feel like I ate yet. Satisfying. You know? Yeah. And there's something, it has a quality to it that is really great. I love it. Um, You know what I else I love? Um, I like a white bean hummus. Yes. Trader Joe's has a good white bean hummus. Uh, you had the Violet, the Violet Hour in Chicago used to have a really good white bean hummus. I don't that think I they was, have it anymore. And the last time we went, we got the punch bowl. They did not have it. Mm-mm. Disappointing. Yeah, they had a lot of fish, fish infused it, items. It, it, it seem like everything had fish involved. And also, had, there was a lot of pork. I'm like, okay, yeah. you're you're losing me with the fish. You're losing my boyfriend with the pork. What yeah, I, bring what, back the hummus, people. What I got to do. I mean, the thing is, hummus is kind of, I think that is a kind of 90s if we're talking that sun-dried tomatoes yeah. and Absolutely. avocados are sort of 80s, you know, 90s. It's kind of 90s, but you know what? It's a winner. And it's certainly been around longer than that <laughs> in other parts Absolutely. of the world. But you can't really go wrong. I like to go to some of those Middle Eastern um, buffet places in Andersonville. And you can, like, it's on the buffet, just a huge vat of it. I've never little- been to a Middle Eastern buffet. What do they to, have? Like to like Riza's or I've Andy's? never been to a buffet there. No. Oh my gosh, I love going. Is it to like the kebabs there. or what do they have? Yes, because normally that's all I want there. Anyway, it's like I get like a combo kebab, like, right? And that awesome dill rice that they have, and then and and at the end they that. just have a vat of hummus and pita. I I'm have like, well, this never is all heard I would ever order. Nice. And it, was, it was one of my waitresses one time. She's like, um. 
you probably should just get the buffet because everything I ordered was on the buffet. On the buffet. Oh, and falafel is on the buffet too. So I'm like, okay, great. Another can, delicious like, treatment of the chickpea. Yeah. I'm really into the chickpea right now. I had chickpeas for dinner. I had a delicious chickpea salad. So we salute you, Middle Eastern wonder. Also known as the garbanzo. We love hummus. And after you eat a lot of hummus, it's fun to do our last topic. How much do we love (laughs) taking an exercise class? I do love it. See, now we've talked about Zumba. We've talked about yoga. And I have to say, I was the initiator of both of those tasks. And you were like, no, I can't take exercise classes. You weren't into it. You were supportive, but it wasn't your thing. I got to tell you, I'm really self-conscious. Like, I feel like all of it for me is going to feel like a dance call. It's going to feel like an audition where I'm not as good as everybody else. I'm going to be the fat kid on the playground. When you go to one class and you see a bunch of middle-aged ladies trying hard to shake it, you will be like, I got this. Well, and I want to, Zumba is on my list of things to conquer. Well, but the point is you, like, it's scary. I hadn't gone to an exercise class in years until I started going to that Zumba class. And it totally changed everything for me because now I'm like, I'll go to any class. Well, that's what I'm feeling right right now. That's what I'm saying. So like, now you get it. Yeah. Doug signed us up for uh, glutes and abs. That sounds like my worst nightmare. Okay, well, this is why I should take it probably. But. The, the only the only thing I could come up with after our first one, when I couldn't walk up the one flight of stairs <laughs> to our apartment, you have to lift your legs up with I your hands. I, I seriously was crying out to a higher power <laughs> on the stairs, <laughs> and, and and his name wasn't Jesus that day. It was something like bleep 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 <laughs> mother bleeping Jesus. Oh, and. and um, I I wrote my on my Twitter account that day. I was like, when Doug signed me up for glutes and abs class, I thought it was more of an appreciation of <laughs> class. I thought it was like art history, not a painting class. You know, it's <laughs> right. so like I just wanted class. to watch some glutes and abs. I love those things. So, um, our gym that we found is in our neighborhood and is connected to a hospital. So it's like a rehabilitation, physical therapy, medical hospital. And we also live kind of a little west from some of the trendy neighborhoods. We live in a trendy neighborhood, but it's still kind of like, it's it's just a tiny bit west of it. Yeah. So it's a lot of uh, old school uh, Swedish settlers who still live here and a lot of Korean people. How interesting. So our our gym is adorable because it's spotless, like like Ikea, Swedish engineering, gorgeous. (laughs) And everything's blue and yellow. Like, uh, you, you really, it's like Ikea, the gym. Hilarious. And then, and then ancient, ancient Korean people. And so Doug and I are like, you know, just barely trotting on the four miles an hour setting on the treadmill. And we look like rock stars. Right. We're like, <laughs> you know what? The young, trendy kids. So anyway, we take this glutes and abs class taught by adorable little teacher, Diana, who loves Lady Gaga and plays awesome music. And it's only a half hour long. Oh, that's But she, like, she goes super quick through all of the things, so you never get bored with anything. And it may hurt like crap, but then you switch to something else right yes. away. And then she'll come back to the thing that hurt like crap, and you're like, oh, nuts. But e- either it hurts better you know, like it has the, it hurts good the second time. Yes. Or, or, and now we, now I'm on my second sec, 
section of it. I signed up for another section of it. And I feel like this, I feel a little bit like the sophomore in class, like there's mm-hmm. new people and I, and I'm, and uh, she teaches you to learn, you know, there's always like the random equipment that's there, like the, the physio balls and mm-hmm. the, like a BOSU and, and you do some stuff on a, a BOSU. BOSU and the body bars and even like the step things, stuff that I would never touch before I took this class that now when I go, you know, class is only once a week, but now when I go like on a Wednesday, two days later, uh, I'll be like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to go use this, this, um, resistance band for a while. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Cause you learned how to do it. Cause I learned how to do it. And she's, and she's really cool about like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about teaching you how to do this right than I am you doing all of them here today. Right. So it also feels like a class that even if I didn't sign up for it, I am learning something, but I have to say I'm a lazy person, but I am someone who feels obligated. I'll see. Is it like a session? It was like a session of eight classes or something. Yeah. So uh, see, ours are all drop in, which makes it really easy to and not this drop is, in. <laughs> this is like, I know no matter what, that Mondays at 1130, I have class. Yeah. I even find myself like on Sunday nights, if friends are getting together, I'm like, oh, I have to go because I have class in the morning. Nice. I know all of you are groaning and saying 1130 is in the morning. 1130 is the morning for Rob Lindley. That's all you need to know. <laughs> And well, then usually I'm like, I have to eat my oatmeal and have my coffee before I go to the gym. There are some classes that I would like to take. Like my my favorite yoga teacher, Dina, teaches on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings now at 6 a.m. And I often will go to sleep with these grand plans that I'm going to get up and go to the gym or take a 6 o'clock class. It's, let's just be clear. It's never going to happen. It's not a good time. But what I what I like about classes is that I just do so much more than I would if I was doing something on my own. If yeah. I have to figure out my own workout or if I'm like if I do a DVD at home, I may not get all the way to the end of it. But if I'm in a class, I am just going to suck it up and do that last 20 minutes because mm-hmm. I'm lazy. I mean, I need some sort of structure clearly. But it, it was taking that first it was for me it was a Zumba class and then I was like, what else can I take? You know, Matt Pilates, sure. What's this dance cardio fusion? I'll take that. Like you just once you realize that no one is looking at you. Yeah, right. And and there and it's not like, like that's that's you would not feel uncomfortable at a Zumba class, I promise you. Cuz I would be and more uncomfortable at a glutes and abs class cuz I'd be like, "Oh my god, I have no abs. This is going to be embarrassing. I'll have to I'm going to have to keep stopping." No one cares. Everyone is so and, and involved stop, in what they're doing. Okay. Yes. Stop, it's fine. And what and then what I realized is like, "Oh, how about when I now on Tuesdays after my class, when I'm reaching forward off the couch to grab the remote to fast forward through uh, something, I can feel it in my abs. Yes. Oh, that that felt good. I'm going to do, and I seriously have been doing this. I'm not just saying it. I'll seriously be like, all right. Yes. Like 10 reaches for the remote. So. <laughs> My Rob Lindley's couch potato workout. It's progress, people. Well, we love it. Do you guys have an exercise class that you like? I know a lot of you tried Zumba. I know a lot of you do yoga. It's good, though. I, it, you know. What is what was? Structure. Structure. Is good. It's just yeah. also, it's like that you go for an hour, they tell you what to do, and you're done. You've gotten a really good workout. You're done. 
You don't and have to I, make it. I don't like having to figure out what I'm going to do. And I get really bored on the elliptical, even though my gym has individual TVs in I the machine. It's and still I, boring. Um, During the winter months, Doug, when um, Doug and I would drive to the gym and then we would do like cardio for like 25 minutes, half an hour before class. And right now, Doug is working days in rehearsals. And so he has the car. So my warm up now, and it's worked out great because it's nice out. My workout now is to like power walk slash jog to the gym uh-huh. and go right into class. It's awesome. And then like my cool down is I just take a nice long walk. Enjoyable. Love it. Well, I, I never thought I would say, I never thought this would be a topic if you would have told me right? a year ago that I'd be talking enthusiastically about it. But I look forward to it. I love it. Um, feel good about it. Things. I the weird thing, the only thing that I'm a little discouraged in, I'm not seeing like crazy results, but I know that I feel better. Yeah. Well, that's that's all. And my clothes better. do fit better, but that stupid scale. Oof. Yeah, got to put it she, away. She ain't doing her work yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, people, take exercise class and tell us what you think. It's good. Um, we want you guys all to check out um, the Facebook page um, because there, and I know a lot of you already have done this, but we put up some fantastic bootleg videos <laughs> from our live show um, that came A couple to us. of numbers. Yes. They're this kind of silly. We did do some like real singing. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> but this, we a, don't have videos of that. It was a, it was a nice mixed bag, but uh, we want to thank Grand Rapids guy, puppet guy, Mark. Yeah. Um, for for the bootleg and we want to thank you because one of the videos is uh, we did a medley of uh, stoplight concert songs and a lot of them were suggestions we took from our Facebook page when we asked you like way back in September what your favorite stoplight song was I got totally busted the other day guess what I was singing of course Queen Queen. Killer Queen God it was good what were you singing Killer Killer Queen Okay. But I don't know the words, so it was a really good one. So good. Yes. I don't know the words, but I know how the drums go. Oh, you're a regular queen. It's a good album. You get to hear me sing a little more Queen in that. And you also can see us with our puppets. So check it out. If you go to the Facebook page, I think if you go to photos, then there's a, let's see, there's a link for videos because it's pushed way down now, but they're very silly, but enjoy. And if you, if you like, if you love the podcast and you think maybe your friends and your little network of uh, people would enjoy it, that's a really good way to tell them about the podcast. You can just click share and you see See that video and that'll be on your profile and then maybe some more people will find these crazy wackadoos yes. and want to start listening to our show and another thing you can do that we always appreciate is leave us a review or a rating in the itunes store that helps us get uh featured there so that is it and we will see you next time how much do we Bye. Have? Bye. Bye.